There we are. There we do. We are in <laughs> Cocoa Beach, Florida. Just coming out of Surf Expo. This is Talk Story episode 33. Today is September 7th. Oh, seven. Is it still? Ready. Uh, yeah, it yeah still. Yeah. We were close to the mark uh, a few times in a row. But uh, September 7th it is. Episode 33, Talk Story. I'm Brad Wells of Thank You Serving. Right here I got... Christian Delaglis, yeah, first surf shop. And over here, the man with the mixer. It's me, Caleb. Whoa. Wow. R and B singer right there. Uh -oh. Yeah, that's me. What? Caleb. I, we all have to like do it's cool me. intros now? Caleb. Yeah. I didn't even know. I was just like, we're just keeping it casual. I know. He's always got a one of us. He brings microphones, he's got headphones on. We don't have headphones on. We're creating personalities now. Jeez. Hey, this is Caleb. We don't have cool beards or anything. You can reach me at it. Anywho, welcome to Talk Story. That was a little bit of a different talk story we got going on here, isn't it? I am very thrown off by this whole situation. Well, we, I, we tried, you know, to kind of find a. a I feel a like I got to look over there into the people, uh, which is represented by an iPad and an iPhone staring back at us. Um, that makes me feel like more like we're doing this. Versus when we have it at the shop. No, no, no. Just like in general. Because if I stare around like other places, I see weird motel stuff here. <laughs> then if I look forward, I just see cameras in front of me. Yeah. That makes me feel way more comfortable. Okay. So well, I'm going to keep looking at you guys tonight, I think. Unless you guys see anything going on behind Yeah. Unless <laughs> somebody like goes if there's gunshots going on, we'll let you then know. Then we'll just, just you'll just see by. us duck. Or if there's anything else cool going on, I may have Text have Brad so he knows. Attention. Yeah, I do have my... Cell phone in my pocket. So we made it to the to the coastline. Mm -hmm. Weekly happenings this week. Uh, we're here for Surf Expo. We went to go see the. I mean, is this the largest trade show for surf and water sport kind of biz? Uh, for surf, definitely for like surf and water sports. Other than that, you have the outdoor retail show is probably the mother of all shows on on the other side of things. But uh -huh. and I'll do some of the water sports as well. But but it's, it's not but surf there's nothing expo. surf right. Surf Expo, Surf Expo, it's been around the longest and so it's, it's crazy. Yeah, how'd you, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, I think we're gonna go heavy into this. And uh, our, our topic number one, uh, Christian keep likes it, to get yeah, ahead of us sometimes. Saying. He's like trying to keep the I'm excited. Going. Let's get let's get the He's talk like Segway on. King that sometimes gets a little ahead of his own segways. Well, you know. Just have a, um, enjoy it. Have a good time. Other weekly happenings? Um, Anything not, else going on? I mean, not much. I got nothing. I mean, we had Labor Day. That was good to, you know, that one day off kind of uh, recharge the batteries and all that. I mean, stuff. I feel like our weekly happenings really kind of blends into weather right now because, right, like, like the only happening thing that we all care about. I can't stop. Won't we stop. All, you know, it's just. Couldn't like, stop if I wanted to. Yeah. You know, so you're like, all right, well, that's the only happening I'm looking forward to. Yeah, we're just like cruising straight downhill into the report and <laughs> forecast. So, yeah, I forgot the weekly happenings. We're at Surfex. So, uh, report and forecast. Report was we had a tropical storm come over us uh, during the mm. week. That was a sort of anticipated uh, nicety. Did you go? Did you get out there? Oh, yeah, of course. How was it? I missed it. There was. Seven days of waves, Chris. No, I, th I was talking about like actually this past Monday with. Oh, when the storm actually passed through. Right. Yeah, but prior to that, we had that tropical wave pretty much just yes, sitting yes, on yes, top yes. of us and we just caught some of that. Uh, enhanced southeast or east southeast winds. And I mean, it was fun. It was not big or anything, but 15 mile an hour wind, maybe a little bit better than that. And uh, need a thigh high, maybe a waist high bomb on the right tides. But, um, but we'll really fun. We'll take it. Super rideable. Yeah, and it was like it was like good to be out there again, and for days in a row, yeah. it was kind of uh, unexpected in a way. I kind of thought we might be like near riding surf, but mm -hmm. I didn't think it was actually going to be like day after day, uh, completely rideable and actually a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then we had, like you said, the tropical storm uh, come through, which is what I missed. Did you get to go out and out there? Yeah, so it really kicked up on what was that? Uh, Monday, 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 Monday morning. It was like, it was blowing like, really hard. like more than tropical storm force, you know, like approaching hurricane gusts, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. I felt some, some passing uh, rain. I lost like a bunch of leaves on my papaya tree. Was not happy about that. It blew over <laughs> in the wind. I did not weight it down properly. So, uh, 
Yes. That's a bummer. Yeah, so I woke up to that, and I was like, oh, man. And then later in the day, uh, as the storm departed rather quickly, um, the wind dropped just like completely, like a rock. And then the swell dropped just like a rock, too. But um, in the meantime, like in that little bit of mix between the wind dropping and the swell dropping, it was really fun. Like solid, chest high, glassy-ish. Like I can't call it like a swell or anything, but it was just like, like a cleaned up leftovers. And like it would come like, in what, like an hour or two hours. Yeah, like I'd say probably more like three or four hours. Wow. I mean, by the time but, I went, but because by the time I got there, I actually did get there like four thirty-five. At that point, it was like barely knee high. <laughs> yeah, it and was that's the way crazy. it goes around here sometimes. Well, it also had a lot to do with the tide. So the tide yeah. was dropping right. out. Uh, the higher tide was like mid-afternoon, right. maybe two or three or uh, something like that, and then. By the time you got there, it was like almost dead low tide in the yep. evening, and it just sucked all the energy out of it. Yep. But six, seven days waves in a row this time late, of year. Late summer, yeah. In it, South Florida. It looks is, like it's not stopping out there. Uh, right into the forecast. You cannot stop with the segues. It is late. He's trying to finish the show, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we, I don't even know what to say about this one. I mean. It is the peak of uh, hurricane season. Everyone should really like look at uh, how the hurricane season works. Early season is really kind of slow as you get into end August, really starts to ramp up, and as you get into like September twelfth or so, it it's just, like a tinderbox almost. <laughs> like at any point. I mean, if there's not a storm in the tropical Atlantic during that time of year, it'd be really, really weird. Right. Um, which is why, oh, Unsound Pro weekly happenings next week. Unsound Pro up in New York. Um, these guys score every single year. You want to know why? Because they plan the contest around the peak of the hurricane season. And New York faces south, and they get uh, cold fronts, which blow the winds to the north. And it just goes gangbusters. Wasn't the uh, WSL contest that it did in New York around this same time also? Yes, it was. And then we was, had one great swell coming through there. That was, that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the guys that were um, in the world tour at that time were blown away by the quality, the consistency of the waves and just the vibe all around. They couldn't believe they were in New York's, like, close enough to see Manhattan from the lineup and the waves were going, going off. And oh, so wow. this thing, same thing again this year, Dave, Mike, you guys run a hell of a contest, a uh, hell of a community shop. That's awesome. Um, and so I'm happy to see them getting well, a our, heck our, of a forecast. Our local boy down in Miami and Puerto Rico, Marley, is looking to come. Marley, I talked to him this week about it. Puglielli, he's he's like, up there. He's going to serve in the contest. And uh, sorry, Bell and all the local guys up there, but I did give him a little bit of knowledge. Uh, uh, I think I, he broke golden rule. I tried. <laughs> Look. I'm a Miami guy. I'm a New York guy. Marty's a good guy. Yeah, I want to see him do well. Share some love. And so I, I tell him a couple little spots where to Coaching sit. don't hurt. A little coaching don't hurt. I mean, hurt he doesn't need my help in surfing, but it's a spot that he doesn't surf all that often. I grew up surfing it, so I gave him a couple little tips. If it works out for him, that'd be awesome. Yeah. If he all goes it. up against, like, Bal in the finals, that would be awesomer. Yeah. <laughs> all right, back to the forecast. Uh, sorry, I got into the Unsound Pro thing. It's kind of a... Oh, it's it's awesome. the New Yorker. Right? It's just so awesome. Just go get a slice, get a bacon, egg, and cheese, and a mixer, and just mm. sit on the boardwalk mm. and just watch the waves crank off the jetties. It's just, and the weather's pretty decent. This oh time man, it's so nice. It's like right. you go on a surf trip to New York in September. You will not be unhappy. Disappointed, right? It's just so good. Uh, forecast is Hurricane Florence. Chugging across the Atlantic. Chug, chug, chug. The models have got some kind of scary situations setting up for the mid-Atlantic. I don't want to be like a fear-monger and really say anything that I don't know is going to happen, but definitely it's peak of hurricane season. If you live in the Atlantic coastline, you know what that means. Don't be a dummy. Yeah, you got to be, be ready for stuff within the next three to five days. I mean, you know, like, I mean, be able to act. I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even say it's like three to five days. I think those play, just like with Irma last year, I think that, there's a little bit of like hype before the storm and that's for good reason. Uh, there's a lot of people that need to get a lot of supplies. There's a lot of things that need to happen. And well, it also serves as a reminder, like, Oh no, this is, there is actually something really happening. Real. Is, you know, like 
put your you know be on your alert and your senses and, and make yeah, the and call like, when you have to and it's best for buying you. canned goods water right. it doesn't go bad so if you have it in your stock room or your pantry or under your bed or wherever you got to keep your stuff in a tupperware or something bomb shelter just, just go for it you know just buy all that <laughs> stuff and just get ready because after florence which we're not exactly sure what's going to happen there's just a whole slew of waves coming off Africa and National Hurricane Center is already calling for development of every single one of those. Right. It seems like I mean, tops just zipping off like zing. It is zing. I gotta say, like, I haven't seen a season like this where they're hitting the Atlantic right off the coast of Africa and being already invests like as soon as they hit ocean. So, so uh, is there anything going on in the ocean in that large amount of area that? Is unfair, unfavorable at the current moment, or is it all just super favorable like these things? Well, can't. yeah, like, that's actually a good thing. Um, good question to ask. Florence um, went through, actually, like right about now, was going through an area that they thought was going to be unfavorable for right. for development, or I should say further development, and it was supposed to kind of just chug along doing the same thing. Not the case. It's the first major hurricane of the whole season. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with factors that are just beyond human comprehension to this day, even with all the science and models and everything that we have. So uh, things do what it wants to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nature does what it wants to do, and right. it, it will continue to bewilder us. Right. It's a never-ending never search. Yeah, it's, it's such an awesome part of trying to figure all this stuff out is that you're never going to be able to do it a hundred percent ever. You just get better and better and better and better and better at it. And that's, I guess that's the quest. Um, but in terms of the surf forecast, just to go off of that, I mean, pretty much gangbusters going forward. Gangbusters, central Florida, North gangbusters, yeah. the whole coastline. No, I'm going like central Florida through Nova Scotia, Newfoundland for probably the next two weeks. At least. I mean, I don't see the swell train really stopping. It's, kicking into gear we should get a ocean's van. picking up we got a van we should we get a van. a van so we, we should just not can i can i tell you how much i've loved this van this whole trip so far the, that started this morning like this whole trip <laughs> we've been on the road for weeks started 10 hours ago jesus it's a long we're day we're so road weary by this point <laughs> long day but it's I, more like that, van, that van's pretty awesome though <laughs> we listen to bob Seer all day uh, bless your hearts uh but yeah i mean the forecast looks really awesome um and you know what? It's September in the Atlantic, and it's that's what you, that's what you got to live for. If it doesn't happen now, you know, I mean, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. So it's happening. So get ready. If you haven't been doing your push-ups and your sit-ups and your breath hold exercise, go ahead and do a couple right now. It's, do a couple. It's funny to be at Surf Expo and and, and have everybody kind of like just talk about it. Kind of get like there's some buzz. You have. A lot of California, so California guys that are kind of like typically supposed to fly out tomorrow being like, oh, fuck, if I, if I would have known, I would have wanted to, you know, they want to catch it over here. I know. Uh, that's a, that's, and, then, that's and we saw Shane from topic. Island Water Sports and we were talking to him. He's just like, I'm getting things set up so that, you know, the whole fam knows these four days don't know where I'm going to be, but I'm surfing. You know, it's, it's actually uh, not just like a surfing phenomenon that happens right. uh, or, or a surfer th phenomenon that happens around hurricane season. I feel like for some reason, everybody else, because of like the craziness that hurricanes bring and just like the media frenzy, that surfers become like this crazy cherry on top that they're like, it's like, you'll see Jim Cantore out there and his parka, you know, it's getting pelted by rain and they just like hoping that Caleb's going to come by on a surfboard interview. They're just yes. like, if we could just get one bearded man. With Some a guy just fits that mold, that just, you know, just like they just put it out there for Middle America and be like, "Oh, this guy's crazy," and you know, you gotta. And you gotta, it's front page r slash Florida man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect for that. And so it just it just adds like the hype of it, yeah. and you know, I mean, so get out there. The Chicky, for example, Chicky from Debo.com. If you guys don't look at Chicky, you gotta Good check stuff. out Debo.com. D a b u h com quality info with some entertainment the guy is just awesome just so out of his mind excited about forecasting it's and so epic. you're gonna have to go ahead and read between the lines and you know deal with and a it, lot of if you understand old 90s songs you'll be able to yeah. decipher or decode a lot of his reports yeah. 
yeah. If you yeah. can like decipher salt and pepper lyrics, you'll understand what the forecast is for the next hurricane. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, Chicky, love you, buddy. Uh, he's a he's a hell of a forecaster, and he loves calling it way way out, which I think is just really ballsy. I mean, it's the you know, chance of being wrong is but, just so high that he just puts it out there. It's a crystal ball gets so like, you know, mesmerizing. You're like, whoa, it's, it's a lot of science. It's a lot of art. And it's just a lot of just like kind of farmer's almanac, right. feel it in your knees kind right, of stuff. Right, and right. he throws this whole thing together like, in that ability weird to see ball. patterns and stuff, swirls and just knowing how things react and doing it. It's almost like everything kind of connected. It's, Watching weather on just more layman level is pretty exciting and, and interesting, just so I can imagine for yeah, guys well, that exactly study it. it. He just layers it with that, right. you know, like that understanding of it with the surfer understanding, which is like big storm, big wave, I like. And then also gets into like the meteorology side of it, which is, you know, way more into mathematics and, and things like that. And when you put all those three together and then some mid-90s. Like hip hop stuff, right? Whatever he puts right, right. It, all caps because that's the way the National Weather Service puts the stuff out. It's just awesome. Uh, so check that's out Chicky. Why it's all caps. Yeah, you guys know that? Yeah, uh, no. I mean, I uh, joked about it today. They just couldn't find the all the all caps button on his computer, but you know, <laughs> someone took it. <laughs> uh, all right, but other than that, yeah, forecast looks great. I mean, just keep checking out. Thank you, serving because I'll keep posting stuff. I don't post uh, long range uh, So, but in, in part of that forecasting, we didn't talk about far south Florida, did we? In regards to anything reaching no, down no, there, that's or? the whole thing. Like, I don't really like to get too far out okay. because it's really, really hard to okay. pin it down. Okay. So, I will get into like generalities about that because you're right. What do I mean? So, let's talk about percentages, right? So, what is the percentage that there is uh, potentially going to have some surf down in far south Florida? When would it be? Um, yeah, all right. So percentages are really hard for me to give, but I can okay. give you like some idea of the conditions that we're looking for. So essentially, Florence is heading uh, east to west, and it has strengthened, which is good. So you want a large storm with a lot of strong wind right. blowing in a direction that's headed towards your beach. If that storm is like a car that's headed on a road towards your house, and it's been going down that road for a long time, it has this thing called cumulative fetch, which means that the waves build on top of waves, build on top of waves, build on top of waves. It's piling which, up in front of it. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it multiplies the effect of, of the swell being generated. So you guys know, like, if a storm just blows past you, like we had this last tropical storm, right. in and out, you're like, oh, great, uh, no, what happened? That's not so much the case with the storm that's coming directly at you. It has just this longer train of energy that builds up um, – and it gets bigger swell size uh, end period, which, I mean, for us as a hurricane, that's what you want to look for. It more mimics what you'd see in, like, uh, the Pacific or the Indian Oceans. In terms of what we're looking for for South Florida, uh, you want a storm that's going to do that and then get really, really, really close to the coast because it's got to thread the needle, which you've got between, you know, pretty much like the Carolinas and the Canadian Maritimes. There's just like this one little window in there that'll send a north swell all the way down. Um, and you want the storm to sit there. So like a storm that sits in that little nook right south of North Carolina, the South yep, Carolina, yep, yep. Georgia, and it, like Sandy, for example, just kind of sat there as like a cat. No, actually, it passes a tropical storm and then went a little further north and, and grew. But either which way, the idea is that you want a storm that sits there for a long period of time. Absolutely. It's just not an easy thing to do um, in terms of hurricanes doing it. It's really risky for hoping for that because you're basically flirting with the disaster in the Outer Banks and South Carolina, Georgia area. And so you're like... Go close to them, but just like back off a little bit when you get really close and then come back over the ocean. Just sit there for a little bit. That'd be just perfect. Yeah, good luck with the storm. Um, oddly, we had a couple models uh, doing that exact thing. Hmm. Uh, and that would be like if a front starts to push off, it'll move the storm back off the coast. And the front is not strong enough to completely deflect it. It'll just dissipate and just do the same thing again and just make another run at it. Right. 
which for swell would be bananas. Right. We had some things do that back in the day. I think Hurricane Gert, I want to say. What'd you call me? Hurricane Gert, I think was like that. Uh, I don't even remember what year it was. I just remember it doing a loop to loop in the middle of the, of the Atlantic. Um, but yeah, so as we get um, with a hurricane closer to the coastline, we wind up with a better chance for swell in South Florida. Uh, when it's way the hell out, coming off like Africa, moving across the whole Caribbean, up through the Bahamas, you you got nothing. Right. You do got that one opportunity for that one mm-hmm. mystical swell that does happen in South Florida on an east swell between that thing that happens with those islands with their art there, but they make a block mm-hmm. and in some places they don't. I won't say much more than that. Um, and that's what happens a little bit. It's like a bing pong pong. You know, it's like a fold out bed that the Cubans call. It's just a bing pong pong. You know, it's amazing. It just Dave happens. L, we need you for happens. those. Yes. Uh, he would have been all over that one. He uh, would have known what's up. Uh, <laughs> he, he, like he would have been jumping out of his skin on that bing bang bing. So uh, we're in Cocoa Beach, and a lot of us being up here was actually to be here for Surf Expo. Surf uh, Expo. Not it's your first one. Your first surfing. one. Yeah. This is uh, my second one this year. Second one. Oh, that's right. Wow. Two in a year. Like full Two in a year, and I hadn't been in 15. So. Wow. Interesting. Uh, did you notice much difference in this one? I don't even that? want to talk to me about it yet. I okay. wanted to hear Caleb because yes. he's like oh, brand right. new to the experience. And what was great is as soon as we walked in, it was right at the resort show portion because the show is really big and there's like a whole area that's resort area. There's a whole area that's uh, surf and all. My mom sports. doesn't even buy that stuff. Just my aunt. That's but, the only person. I mean, I can hang with your aunt then because I am into resort wear. I gotta say it's a good look. It's it's like. <laughs> It's so casual. Dude, everyone you know, looks like it's they're like, from the Keys. or <laughs> Like you can't possibly. If you wore any, that into like a resort, meeting, they'd be like, this down. guy is way more relaxed than us. I didn't even. You just go ahead and put on the fedora and the linen and like the Karachi you know, sandals. And then if you want to get spicy go. on like Fridays, you have something with like some bedazzling on it. And oh, like the hats and. Well, that's, was, I mean, we're getting I, ahead of ourselves in the I, resort where, I saw, Caleb, we want to hear more from you, I think. <laughs> what uh, What else do you want to hear? Uh, uh, I like, how did, what did you think of the show in general? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, so you've the never resort, been to a, went to how many, surf. Like, how many uh, trade shows have you been to in your life like that, like at a conference center? I don't think I've ever been to any kind of trade show. Okay, so there you go. So that's, this that's, might, that's, right, to, I mean, I've been to things like that, but like gun shows are like that. I've been to a couple of those. Gun and knife just shows, a, the yeah, Florida just like, knife right, show. right, or the one that's they do in the the park there, like north of what is the right, the, the, right. Where but they, yeah, the, where gun, they the do gun and knife show is similar. Anyways, it's yeah. it's an expo. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's the an Miami expo of sorts of whatever. That's the only thing I've ever been to like that, and it's just like overload of whatever the thing you're going for. That's what it is, and everybody has the same stuff. It's like. What? Just a different name. How? Yeah. How are you gonna? <laughs> and what do you think about the crowd? Same. Well, the crowd is completely different. But the crowd is like the just as similar. The crowd is funny though. It's just as similar as like the crowd of the gun show, I would imagine. <laughs> like I haven't in, been in to that a gun part. show for a long time. I don't remember what the crowd is like. Where are you going with that? <laughs> no, it's just like every show has got a crowd. Yeah. So like we saw like uh, I don't know who was it. There's like the medical convention crowd next door. And uh, they were trying to sell. Was like, it a medical convention? I, I thought know. it was golf. I saw two guys golf. and I was like, "This must be golf." They're just wearing golf shirts. <laughs> so yeah, Surf Expo was. Um, yeah, I think like Wild I said times. last time, it was very different than when I went like in the mid two thousands. Mid two thousands, like we've talked about on other shows, was kind of like the heyday of surf uh, retail. Right. It was the Blue Crush days. Roxy was just firing on all sing- cylinders uh all these new brands were coming out and the trade shows showed the excess right so i mean it was bananas like more like animal house than a trade show i well, could not imagine any business well, happening i, at these I, I know shows. what's happened to this in the next segment when it goes over into ron john's but i mean you can see a lot of what that industry and excess was like in that store altogether an extent i mean as far as how much product they have i mean granted it's all private you're getting label. right into the next step. i know i'm I just mean, saying i'm going into i'm coming back come back i'm pulling it back a little Pull bit back. i'm just saying excess go on 
<laughs> no, I mean, I wasn't talking about excess in terms of like they've got lots of the industry. Inventory. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. So, the entire product line. I'm talking not more right, like right, right. there's Randall from the old Lost videos, like bashing his head through people's boots. Yeah, they're they're all gonna move. <laughs> he was know? out of control. I yeah, mean, it, it was. was like they would take like a bunch of barely adults feed him a bunch of booze and just let him loose in a convention hall. It was like feeding rats a bunch of caffeine pills and just letting mm. them go bananas in a cage. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. He, I mean, you had fuel like through booze and loud music and just the reef girls. Was war- I mean, there's a lot of girls walking around now, but back in the day was like, it was like, yeah, insane. It was a little different. This is this is but like the, way more like this is trade more, shows that I've been to, which is, is more, more like this is more let's business. Let's do business, and right. we got our. Well, back then it seemed like your, it was, it was all about pass. marketing, really. It was a business kind of just like defining their their brand and who we are and this and that. And, yes, there was you a, know, there was a lot like of a money that was spent. Like that. right, right. If they didn't like make really a stamp. representing that culture. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, we got some stuff happening. Yeah, we got some Motel Madness going on outside. Oh, she Again, sounded cheated. If, if there's gunshots going on, I'm going down. Interesting. <laughs> We're all going to hide under the Well, bank. we might be able to bring them as guests, special guests. We don't have a special guest lined up for tonight, but <laughs> it sounded like they'd like this, to get vocal. This motel room they is get special. Wild. If you guys haven't seen the Florida Project, definitely check it out. This is where I feel like I'm at. I mean, it is. it was filmed in Orlando and kind of similar to this whole process, but no joke. It's kind of what we're doing right now. Oh. It's the uh, the motel project. Yeah. Well, you definitely don't want to take a black light to this room, as I'm guessing. Oh. All right. What was your next topic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, anything else you want to get in? Right, what's the coolest thing you saw at Expo? Oh, I don't remember. Really? Yeah. Well, I saw a couple cool yeah, things. Man. All right. I'll get. I'll tell you mine then, because I mean, what I got one right off the saw? bat. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh no! I know what it was, and what? it's probably the same thing you're gonna say. What? That fin. Oh no, it wasn't actually. That fin was probably the coolest thing. All right, I so saw. we you can. Tell I'm not then. sold on it, but it was. It's a really cool idea. It's a single fin that has like pivot to it, and they have a row of like holes that you set pins in to adjust how much pivot. Where you could like flip it over and it's adjust like a it in the water. It's super easy to adjust. And yeah, so and it's in like a normal. When you make a turn, yeah, it's in a regular fi- like if it's in a regular single fin box. You make a turn and it just like tracks and follows and so it doesn't hold as much, but I don't know. It sounded like a good idea and it's definitely something I would want to try out. Yeah. yeah. Just to like see if I could even tell the difference, you know? And like the guys that made it were at Expo, the guy that actually made the fin himself, guy had moved to Hawaii in 1969, stoked out of his mind to just be doing what he was doing. And when you talk to him about the design, you could tell that he literally spent all like years trying to make this thing work properly because like every time you tell you about like a little detail that about it you'd be like you can tell there was a i did it. because there was a thing right. that happened and this piece yeah, of thing would get stuck sure. in this thing they did a lot of testing they have plenty of waves there to yeah yeah he yeah do there are where are you guys from miami God, imagine i'm that, from hawaii that, that process oh, like, oh. over he's right like why did you say that i was like because you got waves He's like, yeah, we get too much sometimes. I was like, yeah, you can just send all your excess to us anytime you'd like. Please and thank you. Uh, the coolest thing that I saw was really, I guess, just like wake surfing, I guess. That's what they call it these days. The, the That's what all the like, cool kids are into. Apparently. The, 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 I, the ones I mean, that we were looking at, the rusty Yeah, because I mean, it used to be like surfing or wakeboarding or whatever, the air chairs and all that. You used to get dragged behind a boat and do stuff. Right. But now it's like a whole freaking thing. And there's like this whole culture of people that are just like hanging around doing this stuff. And I really like the boards. I kind of want to get one of those wake surfing boards and try to surf it. The biggest on a bug, wave. The biggest bug in the world just landed on the windowsill behind you. But the thing like knocked the window so hard. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was yeah. that? Jeez, yeah, sorry. It's a bug trying to break Central in. Central Florida. It's like a, see, that's like a horse life. That thing's gnarly. <laughs> Things gross. Scare! I'm closing the store. <laughs> he opened it. I know. Well, you know, I thought it was you know whatever. I said no. The bug opened it. Jeez, seriously. So I think those wake serving right. boards. Yeah, they were pretty um, tight. 
And I think there's like something else too. Maybe the fact that those guys get a chance to ride them on a very like uh, consistent surface all the time that they yeah. may figure out like board design a lot faster than we could or something. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Like one would it, say that surf parks might help in that process. One might. Too. One one Christian Iglesia may. I just might. I just that. really think that like that whole culture is gonna pop out some crazy stuff that's gonna make it yeah. back into surfing. Right. Um, the boards. I was looking at them. I was like, "This is a cool." Oh wait, this is a wake surf company. Because I was thinking it's like just a cool surfboard. Right. And I granted they were like five two or something, but. Hmm? Um, past that, what did you see that? You, anything like really like blow your socks off? Um, those really cool ski boats. <laughs> those things are amazing. God, so sparkly. Yeah. So yeah, uh, to see ski boats at Surf Expo is mind blowing to me. Yeah. Not only just ski boats, but they have the hydro. Oh, was that a place that you really liked? Oh, oh, what was it called? The hydrofoils. Yeah, yeah, crazy foil or something. Yeah, the crazy, crazy foils. foils. <laughs> I, I feel kind of bad. I was making fun of the guy's name, the or the company name too. Apparently, the guy. But uh, I, I I like the what youth uh, little vibe area today area. going on for the beer thirty. Yeah, I mean, I what mean, do you, I mean, couches, surf movie, surf movie, punk rock, and, and a like keg, that, and then the Hurley booth with the uh, the contest on it was pretty good. It was a good little vibe area, a good little corner there with a, a couple of the bigger Inge brands. Yeah, that was. It was a fun little I vibe. Little, it was purpose. a good little row. I, I mean, well, they, they, they well they they usually what have all the brands relatively close to each other. Absolutely. Well, I guess the bigger brands have like yeah. a, the. It was it was just spot. a good little row of uh, of collective energy, and it was nice. Yeah, it's like a full-on bro down. High five party for it's sure. It's just so crazy to see that much bro down in one single convention center. I mean, that's what I kind of love about our industry and what and what we do. Like a lot of deals and just like relationships and things are just built on high fives and vibes and stuff like that. Uh, aside, you know, other things, but um, I mean, there is a business to it for right, sure. Yeah, but but it it definitely has like a. It still it still maintains like this weird ribbon of that. There's I think it's not as much of that. Like in the, back in the day when I went, it was all that. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you made your brand was all bro down, high fives, throw that guy a beer, put a sticker on that chick's butt, that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Well, maybe we're not putting stickers on. But that was that was the vibe back then. Back then, and now okay. it's, now the ribbon is <laughs> we is got, we've all gotten older. Yeah, they. <laughs> Yeah, they put the stickers on their own butts these days. Yeah, that and that might be the biggest difference. Is exactly that. the girls are like, I don't need you to put this on my ass. Yeah, I'll take two stickers. I have two butt cheeks. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Wounds impairment. I'm all for it. Uh, Ron Johns. Yeah. Next so topic. Uh, that was a weird surf expo kind of thing. I felt like expo is kind of weird, actually. I think this conversation about expo kind of reflects. The weirdness. There's something weird going on there. It doesn't feel... As far as... I don't know. It doesn't feel right. It feels like there's not, like, a real thread that binds everything together. It just... Like, when you walk up and down the aisles, it feels really disjointed. And, like, there's not any real, like, community right. in it. Right. And maybe it's because it's just been pulled in so many different directions. Uh-huh. Maybe, they, like, they need to have, like, a wig... Maybe there is a wig surf. I don't know. But like, uh, well, I mean, that, well, that's just it is you're trying to get so many people under the same roof to kind of check all these things out. I mean, it's the whole East Coast. I mean, that comes down for it. So it it's, just makes it easier and cheaper to have all these different things in I there. Guess. But, you know, I mean, the industry has been through a lot in the last 10 years or so. And and since the glory days, as we've spoken before, you know, so it just doesn't uh, feel like surf expo. Right. It, it feels well, like. Well, it but feels like, like at the same uh, time, those, like those might. Expo. Those might. Well, those might they be like. Just, they should call it Beach Expo. Well, maybe those radical times were were back then. Well, that, like it's they, not even just about that. Like I said, no. I'm just saying, like there wasn't any real representation of hard goods. Um, there's no shape demo. There's no. They'll do that. Uh, they'll, they'll do that for the January show. I know they do it in January, but right. it's like, well, why are you even calling it Surf Expo and having like. 
a bunch of bedazzled uh, like glass That's sculptures and stuff. It's just weird to me. The resort. Well, I think I think us walking into the place on that side first, the resort show, as of like your first. I know, but maybe it, that threw you off. But a look, little. At, it was I mean, just like no. No, I first actually, thing really, I, I the first actually, thing I walk into is some bedazzling. I enjoy the surf expo. I enjoyed the bedazzling. I was actually, I think wetsuits should be bedazzled. I think there should be more bedazzling. As a matter of fact, that may be my second favorite thing about expo was the bedazzling. Because the rest of it was all just like, really, you guys got nothing, nothing new, well, nothing cool, know, really happening. What the hell's going on? on on the resort side or the surf side? Just the surf <laughs> side. There was more happening on the resort side. Oh well, yeah, that's jamming. Oh, it's just weird. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I, I guess there's a couple different perspectives of it, but I feel like someone's just got to really like go in and shake it up and do something different and it, really. It's it's not it's not cheap to show at these shows, you know. And at the same time, like uh, there's sometimes a lot of these reps do their little own little mini shows before the fact, and you get the actual business part out of the way. And yeah, so it leaves the question: What the hell is this thing for? You know, it it should be to kind of just as as a retailer, you're you're there to kind of curate the the culture that and the, and the sport that you're part of. It's it's their way of, of doing it, it within their own brand. Culture, but, you know, may, right? I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe that was the part that's missing that there that the brand is there, but the culture branding or the branding of the culture is just not there. It wasn't there, right. except for the one part you did say. You were like, oh, that was cool. Why? Because a bunch of people hung out. Watch surf movies, right. listen to punk rock music, drink right. some beers right. in a, right. an environment right. that was conducive to that. Right. Tapped into that. Yeah. That was it, though. It's just weird that you don't, it doesn't bubble up to the surface at all. It's weird mm. to me. I don't know. All right. Well, you know, I, well Surf Expo, I was going to expect say. more from you. <laughs> January 2019, I'll, I'll get I will a, be here with bells on and I uh, expect more. I'll, I'll get a comment card for you. Yeah, I'll bring it over, guys. I'll send it oh, actually, you. I did like I did like the talk that they had about, um, you know, like the social media and retail and all right. that kind of stuff. Right. I think that was that was that was cool, and people were pretty into it. So right, that was I, cool. I've always found that these shows and and are great for that like knowledge and the education. Like really, if you're able to come and tap into that in itself, it's free knowledge from people that have been doing it for whatever it is, whether it's marketing or PR or anything been doing it for a little while and you can get you know some tidbits that kind of work in your world whether it's retail or not you know yeah that was cool right educational parts always pretty awesome and then there was those two guys in the booth in the private label thing that was the other thing i'd say is like most of the people in the booth are just like so over it you're like what are you even doing here if you don't want to talk to people like staring at your phone for four hours like that's not going to do anything for you or your brand it's true you guys spend all this money to do all this stuff what the heck are you doing and there was like those two guys that saw us all walk by and they were like, uh, we're going to talk to them. Right. Yeah. And like, they would not take, what are you doing? Where are you going? What are you now doing? And I was like, look down at my feet, keep walking. They want to talk to me. Uh, and you're like, yeah, I do this. And next thing you know, these guys are like, we do this, we do that. We do this. We're working on this. We do this a little bit differently. We work with these guys. Here's a couple t-shirts. And like those guys did their job. I've got their cards. I'm going to look them up. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do at a show, I feel like. And, like, there were maybe some of the only people I saw doing that in the whole show. Uh, if everybody did that there, you probably would have got what you think. Probably you in get. the whole private label area, those were the probably most, like, aggressive. Even on the brand then, side. Right? Yeah, you're right. Which is crazy to me. Like, those guys, if they had a brand, I think they would kill it. Just because they had the then, but you know, but you know, within that, it, it's tough sitting in a booth and you know this and that and all day, and you're doing it all the time. Like you know, I mean, granted, you 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 build a certain strategy and format. You read people a certain way, like you know, sure. and and good majority of your business might not be from that random person from you know Oklahoma or wherever that if you're okay, a good. coastal then, brand, then don't go to a trade show. Right, just I, do targeted prospecting you know you're right i mean it's a lot Look, of money to, to spend. the show it's like, a lot of money to spend you're here for business you went on your business calls yes you accomplished what you came here to do that's what i would expect from people that are showing and it's just weird to see sometimes people not doing that. i don't know i'm being a hater i guess i just feel like they could do i felt like i was in there and like guy like let me in your booth i'll i'll help you guys sell all these bedazzled t-shirts i mean 
come on, like, come on, you spent all this money to be here. Like, let's go bring it to the people. But Daz let by, everything out. By here. the sixth shirt, he'd be like, fuck, God. Come on, people. I love the people. I, he'd probably put one on. He'd be like, all right, fine. Like, yeah, you know, heck yeah. fat man and a little bedazzled t-shirt. You know, just like straight out, just start dancing. Well, I would do Show it. tunes. Look, man. I would do this. I am not beyond guerrilla marketing. I, I'm not beyond it's just, appreciating it. It's just, you know, you got to believe in what you're really trying to do. No, and I feel like I agree. there's just a lot of people just kind of like, hey, we're, right. we're at the conference. <laughs> boom, right, boom. Right. Yeah. yeah. Make the most of it. Do something. Yeah. Right. Well, you're paying for it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy part of it. But yeah. So I mean, you know, some some brands show, some brands don't. Like as far as the bigger guys, and you know, a lot of them, a lot of people's orders were already in before this show. That's so all that's a little off as it. well. It's so weird. it's like if you're going there, you're going there to kind of attract new business. It's kind of you know build on the culture that you're doing. And if you're going to do that, maybe put a little more effort into it. Is it, is it on the show to put more effort into it? Do you think, or is it brands to put more effort into it? No, I mean, and the brands got to know whether they want to spend the money at the show or anymore. And if they're like, dude, a lot of brands it. are just not finding the reason to anymore. And right. that's what makes expo sometimes a little, well, I mean, like go, for hard goods, it's, it. it's great, but like maybe does, does a show get truncated? To where it's more hard show, hard goods, and then you know, is it worth it at that point? Then does it become a road show for everybody? Bradley need answers. I don't know the answers to that. All <laughs> I can say is like, if I was the person paying a lot of the people that I walk past their booths, I would not be very happy with their performance. It just just seems like they're just not there to do business, mm -hmm. or they're not there to do much of anything. It's just weird. It's just a very weird vibe to me. Like, and that I don't see at other trade shows. Like mm. I've been to other trade shows and like they are peppy and ready to throw t-shirts at you and sign you up for the next email newsletter and all this other kind of stuff. And there's like, it kind of looked like the industry's like down on itself a little bit. I, I was going <clears> to <throat> just say, I feel like it's not necessarily down because it's out, but down on itself. Like yeah. it's like still kind of have like that bruise syndrome where yeah. you're like, you're like, Oh, it you're like, like, it's kind of like that. Kind of just like wait Gunshot for the, or like, something. or like wait for the floor to drop. Yeah. Uh, like constantly you're like, Oh God, is you know, and, and maybe orders tick up a little bit and maybe it's retrospect retroactively or like, you know, in retrospect that people look back and like, Oh, you know, it was actually not such a bad yeah. show. You know, we did a little bit decent volume, but I guess we'll, you know, let Shop Eat Surf figure that part out and tell us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was Expo. It was fun. Get to catch up with old folks. Yeah. It is actually kind of cool for that regard. Uh, I got to see people that I met last time at Expo. Right. Well, I mean, and then go. It, and it then, is a bro down. That, that's a cool part. They should just do that more. They should do, like, business roundtables and surf shops of Florida roundtables and, like, facilitate more things like that because if that's what people like about it then just do it anyway i'll get out to expo we plan the whole thing out for january we got this whole thank you surfing roundtable thing that we're doing now it's just don't even worry about it Damn, we'll uh, just call, we'll call ron johns show. right well, next so, topic right so we, this one blows my mind because ron johns i mean it's an institution on the east coast of america if you've ever been to a beach town you know about ron johns I mean, at least in New Jersey and Florida. Right. Sorry. It's the biggest surf shop on the East Coast. Right. Without question. They got a location in Long Beach Island, Atlantic City. Uh, they're down, down here. here in Coco. And, then and they got one, one in... at the airport, I think, in uh, Orlando Airport. Oh, they also have one in uh, over at Sawgrass. Yeah. So, I mean, they've taken this concept of a surf shop just way beyond what you would think of as your neighborhood surf shop and walking through there just now i hadn't been here in i don't even know how long i've never at least been to years. a ron john's i had passed by ron john's here in Cocoa beach a bajillion times i've been past the one in lbi about a bajillion times the one in atlantic city a few times as well even the ones in the airports never set foot inside i walked inside today for the first time and it was every bit of what i thought it would be it's so crazy well what was the thing that probably was most impressive Impressive, whether good or bad. The amount of people walking in and out. Right. I was like, wow. I mean, this place does business. Like like a Walmart. 
like in and out with carts yep. of stuff. Yeah. I, I and mean, I mean stuff. All kinds of stuff. They had a mug with Caleb's name that shot glass with Caleb's name that did not have a mug or a shot glass with my name on it, which I thought was kind of weird. Caleb's not the most, you know, generic name. Brad usually mm-hmm. makes the, the the license plate name tag. <laughs> At least ahead of Caleb. Thing and, yeah, Caleb's sure. like the exotic. Yeah, it's the, like an exotic Americana. <laughs> or whatever. Exotic Americana. That's Vi- good. Maybe you should Viking. use that. Exotic Americana. Put that on your Tinder. I mean, profile. we've been having some pretty good name making. I mean, what was <laughs> what was Caleb's new punk fan name? Albino Al Qaeda. Don't steal that. So I might good. actually do something. Hey, like I that. mean, don't you have to say something out loud, like trademarked or so people yeah, need pad to know. Pending, 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 right. Right. No, no backsies. <laughs> no. Yes. No backsies. Uh, wow. Yeah. So it's pretty impressive in there. I, some of my earliest memories as a kid coming up here was going in there and the fact that it was like 24 hours. It was the most amazing. A 24 hour surf shop. I know. What? Like really? Do you really? You get your fix anytime. Wax at 3 a.m. It's, you never need to smell wax at 3 a.m. Bunch of like 10-year-olds just walking through like, ah, I can't believe we're still up. Yeah, that's like me. You know, I, I want to go surf out. in the morning. I need three hours. Like 10 minutes. So it's so awesome. I mean, who would ever think, like, you own a surf shop, right? Yes. Just imagine like your wildest surf shop dreams. You'd be like, Christian, Three floors. No, have, that sounds like a nightmare. It's giving me anxiety. Six thousand square feet of retail. Wow, that, and that place is six thousand was like their wetsuit area. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible. I know because we're in Florida. <laughs> I was shocked. Who needs six thousand square feet of wetsuit in Florida? I mean, yeah, actually, I mean, we're in North Carolina. It's cold. No, I'm just kidding. It. It's cold. Right, that, and that's crazy. The branding, the amount of branding is like eighty percent of the story easily was all branding, I mean, which is what you want. I mean, that's where the margins are at. But like, but this goes back to maybe some like but some surf shop types. But, but like, you have like thirty of the same shirt on a, a you know on a four way rack, uh-huh. and just all the four different colors and styles. And like, I get it, but there is exactly that. It becomes like the Walmart of of surf. Well, I need a blue lycra. I know, and then I want you know, my blue Ron John's lycra. Right. And my son wants one, and my daughter wants a pink one, and my other son wants a yellow one, and my other daughter wants a yellow one, and then my wife wants to get the one with the polka dots on it. Is this person talking Cuban by any chance? Because it's like a, it's like a faint, it's like a faint Cuban kind of like. I've been living in Miami a long accent. time. It just like it's, I don't even know if good. I mean it's to like have the, a, it's like, like a Cuban I, tourist in Cocoa Beach. <laughs> It happens, you know. $350 for surfboards. I mean, we were cracking up about how cheap the surfboards were for the most part. But, I mean, you know, and, the and there was a guarantee on it. It is like it. the Walmart of surf yep. shops from that exact point on. You're like, $350. Those like, boards don't suck either. I felt stupid for not buying a Lycra and a surfboard. You I was know, like, I can walk out of here for like 400 bucks and get like two surfboards, a Lycra, a mug named Caleb and everything. <laughs> Right, but you know, you, you you realize that a lot of the price points on the stuff that they sell is a lot less than what they're selling on from the other brands and whatnot. And, and it'd be interesting considering where we're at, where they have the surf style type stores and all this stuff. Everything's just like oh, you want to do a little, uh, you know, like four four t shirts for ten dollars. That they have to have a good majority of the store private label that can offer that price point type of product. So like with those sort of margins to, to be able to survive, Where, whereas with like the main brands, you know, you'll get some people coming in because they, they know that it's Ron John and they've got large area and they'll be able to get to find something. But, you know, uh, well, I, I just say that because sometimes you'll you'll have people that use that as a, as an industry tester for how brands are checking and doing well. When But like if you think of the Denver, you know, the people that are coming in and the type of shops that are around for the most part, you know. Are people getting more of that private label when you can kind of see that the majority of stores like that, or are they diving into that? And is it you know a, a fair a fair bell, bear weather bellwether? They probably have enough volume to do both. No, absolutely. I mean, they, they represent the whole spectrum, you know. So maybe like I'll go in there with the whole family and. My mom would be like, yeah, pink rash guard looks good. And we'll get sunburn. And I'm like, I am not wearing a Ron John's t-shirt. I mean, I'll buy that Hurley thing. though. No, no, that right. looks pretty cool. Right. Or whatever, you know? Right. 
it's a it's weird it's a weird combo like right that. it's like the mom and dad that wouldn't mind wearing the ron john shirt but then all of a sudden the snobby kid is like you're crazy if i'm gonna be putting on a yeah. ron john whatever get me those hurley board shorts yeah yeah it's weird like that because you get a little bit of both and then like i know that ron john like heritage is really in surfing it's not like this whole retail right it's just like just so happens that that thing. Whoa, there's big boat no. in the house. How did it get in here? In the house. Oh what? my god, that thing is big. Dude, what the? Seriously, I feel like we're in Central America. <laughs> That's him. How did it get in here? Did the door? <laughs> it's closed. Stop the show. Just literally, the door. The door's closed. We're having a bug emergency on the podcast. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I will karate bug. chop somebody right now. You just karate chop that bug and we'll be all right. He's prehistoric looking. Oh, right. I don't, like, I don't he even blends want, in. He blends I in. I don't even know if I want to kill him. Just grab a chunk You'll be fine. Oh, he's moving. <laughs> oh, things have just got off the rail, ladies and gentlemen. We are rearing towards the end. <laughs> Thank you. All right. The line, so. the rope, the night. <laughs> Which one are we ending? Near. So, uh, uh, Ron John's. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a. Mega stork. God, I hope that thing doesn't hit me. <laughs> you um, talking about the guy outside or the bug? No, either or. Is he, is he still there? Is he still over my shoulder? You're good. You're good. You're if good. the bug got in, there's a pretty good chance that these guys could get in. Seriously, is there a back door to this place? <laughs> it's a freaking motel room. He can't. I knew it. This AC was scary. Now it's even more scary. Where do you think he came in from? <laughs> F off. So you want to go back to the front desk and no. complain like that lady that was complaining when I was checking in? Well, she had three kids. I wouldn't stay here with three kids. Two kids, Let baby. alone, right. Yeah, let alone myself. Anywho, oh, it's a wonderful place here at the Island Palms. It's beautiful Come here. Come check in it Cocoa out. Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Central Beach. Florida. Tell them thank you, Surfing sent you. Yes. <laughs> you will get the bug discount. Oh, yeah, getting bugged out of here. So, uh, Ron Johns, yeah ginormous walmart of a surf shop i've never seen anything like it bravo got, Ron like, john you're killing it they got like blue light specials you can buy surfboards with fins for 350 bucks i bet you can get them throwing a lycra full free maybe not they probably don't have that authority of the cash register everything had like scanned labels on it i don't think there's any way they could tell you about anything in that shop but you can buy it that's not <laughs> the point of Ron john you know it's just yeah self-help you know you just that pick up that surfboard with fins attached it's and like just a throw it in your supermarket like cart and just yeah. kind of keep going and go to the deli and pick up some, some bread pub sub bakery whatever that'd be awesome <laughs> whatever deli bakery what? i don't even know at this point uh, I think this podcast might be over for tonight. I think so. Uh, I'm just getting tired. I can't even hold this up anymore. That's what she said. Uh, talk story episode 33 in the books. From sure One way or another, we're going to do it. No matter where we're at, we're going to do it. We don't even know if you guys want to see us, but we're coming to you live. You can unfollow Thank You Surfing if you want to. Whoa. Or you could uh, not look at our YouTube or not get these updates on your iTunes or your Spotify. Or I see what you're doing here. It's a whole like you could opposite. Oh, yeah. You could not write us a review or subscribe to the You should podcast. definitely not do subscribe ever because I don't like it. I don't get like a huge rough of endorphins every time I see an email comes in. Like the 42 people have subscribed. I don't. Sweet. Yeah, 43 last week. As, no, as of last week. Move not, on up. Not last week. Yeah. No, we're going to be able to do this. Um, At least to the 50 for free second week. still. Yeah, <laughs> for <Soon>. sure. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Talk story episode 33. Good night. In the Good computer. Night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.